0: All right, um, with me today, I have Taylor Williams. Hi, Taylor. Welcome. Can you just hi, introduce hi. yourself to the crowd? Hi, <laughs> I,
1: um, my name is Taylor Williams. Um, I'm 23 years old from Georgia. I uh, met Zoe at Michigan State uh, maybe like three
0: years ago or so. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, We old as hell now. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <My goodness laughs> or at least yeah. it feels like it.
1: Three years, wow. Three
0: years, wow. Um, Ten. Ten, and Taylor years. is tapping in with us uh, via FaceTime, so I apologize for the quality of the audio. Um, but she is in ATL. Shout out to y'all. Um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah let's just get into it um so today we're talking about generational trauma um has been something that i've been really interested in um getting perspectives from my peers also other generations just trying to tap in and really do the work of um investigating uh how we experience generational trauma how our generation is experiencing generational trauma. And like I said, the work, I feel like the work is really um, having these conversations to really tap in and investigate. So Taylor, if you could just go ahead and give me just a simple, not a simple, because it's not a simple topic. So just give me uh, your definition of generational trauma, how how you're experiencing it um, on a daily basis or monthly basis, however uh, you experience it um, and are consciously aware of it.
1: Okay. Um, my definition of generational trauma would be, um, trauma, you know, definitely passed down from generation to generation. It could be within a family. It could be within a community, um, or, you know, other groups of people. I just feel like it could be within a race or, um, just something that you define with um, uh, trauma that I would experience on a daily basis is uh, just being, you know, an African American black woman, and you know, dealing with um, mental awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like it is kind of like brushed under. And people don't really focus on it. And I think that's something that I deal with. And, you know, when I when I express to people, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to that. I need mean, you know, I wanna go talk to someone professionally or this or that, my family, you know, they kinda of look at me like, oh, you know, I don't think anything's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you're just over exaggerating you're just this, you are this that and it's like, how can you tell me what I'm going through? Right. And it's to the point where, you know, kind of stuck in your way. It's because previous generations, they have felt the same thing. Like, it can be on its own. You don't need professional help. Mm-hmm. So you just go through a hard time. It's like...
0: I don't even think they really had the resources, that, would you say, that we have today. Um, like, I feel like therapists, psychiatrists are readily available to us, um, in a way that they never got to experience that. Um, and it's all overall as a universal thing seen as a very positive intervention now, but for them, it's seen as like, what? You want to see a therapist? Like, have we not done everything for you? Have we not? Um, they take it very personally. I will say like the older generations take it very personal, um, to like their experience with you, um, so I think that's where they kind of don't understand and aren't receptive on that I don't, Yeah, so
1: I definitely um, agree with the resource part. Nowadays, in our generation, it's so much, so much help out there that is you know. You have you can access it through your go
0: phone. ahead? I can't do that though. I can't do that. Go ahead,
1: okay. Um, I definitely think that our generation we have a lot of resources out there than they did previously in, um, you know, older generations. Like now, you can access help through your phone, you know, you can get in contact with someone to speak to you know, on campus or in community centers. Um, It's just, I feel like it's a lot. It's like people in our generation, we know Mm -hmm. that mental health is a big issue, but it's up to us to get the help that we need. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, I feel like they kind of, they knew, you know, mental health or mental issues, but they, they, they just kind of just said, nah, you know, that's only for this type of group. That's, that's mm-hmm. only for that type of group, especially in the black community. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, they definitely did not want to associate their family with mental issues.
0: Yeah. So, like the crazy folk. We, yeah. We, we not crazy, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. And but. then I know uh, they would leave that to... Um, they would kind of just say, oh, well, you just need to go to the church. You know, Mm -hmm. the Lord will take it away from you and this and that. And, you know, the the Lord, I'm not even going to get into that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely hard coming from, because I come from a religious family as well. So I definitely understand that, that like, well, we'll just pray it away. I feel like every issue they just love to say, we'll just go to the church. The church house is the, that's where your therapist is. And you're like, no. No, we, like, if you were having a cardiac issue, you would go to a heart doctor. Like, you, you're not going to just simply pray that away. So, and I feel like they don't understand that God, if you are taking it there, God has placed these resources on this earth for us to utilize. And those are our resources, therapists, psychiatrists, people who have these talents that I feel are God-given. So... It's always something when I'm around my family. I don't know about you, but it's always something for me in a conversation of that sort with my family. But yeah, um, do you feel like personally you can have these type of conversations within your family?
1: Um, You would think yes, but honestly and truly, no, I don't. Because I have had the conversations before, and I have, you know, expressed to, uh, I'm just going to be real, my mother. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've said, Mom, I'm feeling this way. I'm going through this. I've, you know, been depressed for, like, three years now, you know, know, however long or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, well, are you sure? Like, you sure you're just not? you know, thinking too much into it. Mm. I said, and she was like, well, do you need to go see a doctor? I said, yes, I do. And mm. she was like, well, I just want to make sure before we start paying this money and this mm. and that, I'm like, <laughs> if I if I say that I am not doing good right. mentally, why would you question that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so no, I don't feel like me personally, I can talk to my family about, you know,
0: mm-hmm
1: stuff along those lines when it comes to um, mental health because they're just everybody's just caught in their
0: ways you know -hmm. so do you think that it's because no one I think there's just like a lack of awareness around it and I think that no one else is really asking them that's what I'm gonna get shortly to a question about um are these younger generations us or, you know, younger than us, are we capable of nurturing, um, older generations? When I say that, I mean, like I try to, um, and I don't know with, with reward, but I do try to check up on my elders in a way that I feel like they've never really been checked on, you know, as far as mental health, um, whatever it may be, because I feel like no one really asks them on a daily basis, um, like, how are you today? Like, how are you mentally? Um, I think it's a very shocking thing to them because they're not used to it. But I feel like through that, um, it's kind of like this nurturing cycle that they can get used to and then in turn start normalizing that, you know, amongst themselves and then eventually onto us. Do you think that that's, like, fruitful work? Like, is, that, is it possible for us to do that?
1: Um, I feel like it's a yes and a no mm-hmm. type answer for me. And for the yes part, I'm going to say, you know, just piggyback off what you said. Yes, you know, we can kind of implement new ways into, you know, trying to see how they're doing and maybe they'll, you know, Uh, spread that into their lives and other people's lives but I just feel like no on the other hand Mm -hmm. because they are you know so in tune into what they already know what's been working for them Mm -hmm. you know I've gotten this far and you know I haven't had to deal with this this and this so I'm not gonna change my perspective on you know different ways of looking at things and I just feel like our generation me being twenty three, I would have a better like win mm-hmm. for trying to, you know, help the younger generation set mm-hmm. in, you know, different different strategies, you know, doing different stuff with the younger people. So the next generations, mm-hmm. you know, us and the people below us, um, they can start something, you know, new. Right. You know, coming from a generation that doesn't accept mental health
0: issues
1: Mm -hmm. to us our generation realizing that it is an issue and to younger generations you know they're over here doing more than we did accepting it getting more help you know doing more community outreaches and Mm -hmm. you know because it's real like suicide is real Mm -hmm. and you know depression is real mental illness is just real and I just feel like The older generation doesn't want to believe that. So I don't, I'm not going to say want to sit here and waste my time. I wouldn't say that. I would say we would have a better effect on the younger generation than the older ones.
0: Right. I I totally agree. I feel like it would. So I've been thinking about this because, you know, we're getting up there in age and we're approaching a certain age where we might be wanting to start families. So that's why this conversation I feel like is very, um, important because we want to bring in and give birth to a new generation. So what I want to ask you is knowing all of this, um, and maybe when you have children or, you know, just nurturing your, your younger cousins or whoever you consider, um, yourself to be nurturing and, and raising up, what would you like to change um, as far as like your household?
1: Um, I, and far as my household and, you know,
0: what you look forward to. Yeah.
1: Passing things down. I would want to change just the openness of um, communication, Mm -hmm. just, you know, being able to say, Hey, I have a problem. And being able to be accepted and being able to feel comfortable to talk about it, mm-hmm. you know? So I just feel like people want to talk about their problems, you know, because who, who wouldn't? But they, their family might not be supportive. Their family might not, um, you know, want to hear what they have to say because they think otherwise, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I just want to, you know, incorporate open communication and honest and loving communication, you know, just being Mm -hmm. there for, um, others.
0: Yeah.
1: If you never know what someone's going through, you know, so just like that one conversation could, you know, maybe save someone's life, you know, Mm -hmm. just small things, make a difference or something. So I just want to incorporate that because, It's hard holding in a lot of stuff and not being able to say, let's say, oh, I can't talk to my mom about it because she's not going to understand because she was born this way and she Mm -hmm. does things this way.
0: Yeah. And I think to say when I did say we do have a lot more resources, I feel like the our elders know that and they are kind of like we are just so privileged. They feel that we are so privileged. I don't want to put thoughts on them, but. I think that they feel we are so privileged today um, because we have more than than what they used to have, and it's kind of like, well, why would you ever be feeling down when we never got a chance to do such and such? So, right, that's a really weird conversation to have as well. Like, I feel like there's this kind of like pressure on us to optimize every resource, every opportunity, because our older generations couldn't do you feel that kind of pressure sometimes i feel like that aids to my anxiety sometimes but also motivates me but how do you feel about that
1: um i i don't feel too much that you know they're like oh you have more resources than me so you shouldn't be you know you should shouldn't be feeling this way this this and this or whatever Mm -hmm. i just feel like um I I, I think they just don't understand.
0: Yeah. I I
1: really, I really don't, you know, uh, it may be not that they don't understand. Maybe they're just not open to understanding Mm
0: -hmm. that,
1: yes, I I am. I do have all of these resources. I can talk to this, this, and this, but maybe I don't want to. Maybe I want to talk to you or Mm something, you know what I'm saying, or, uh, you know i don't know but i do feel like um well i don't feel like they you know are just like oh well you have more than we did so you mm-hmm. should be
0: fine yeah they
1: just they just don't, don't know. get it <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, no. yeah i feel like there is a lack personally of yeah yeah definitely a lack of understanding around the situation um and experiences with that themselves like people just really checking up on them I feel like they really had to be very independent and um fight for themselves type of situation um which we we still face today but yeah um what else we talking about today um yeah so you're I want to move on to if you had the privilege to kind of approach one of your elders that are st- n- still with us today or, or not with us um, that you know of and kind of ask them the question, um, whatever question you want to ask, something you just want to know you've ever been really curious about, um, and they're, they're going to give you the, f- the full information, the full scope, um, what would you want to ask? Um.
1: Just from, you know, my personal family experience, I would want to ask, um, you know, I I have a lot of people I want to ask, but I want (laughs) to ask them the same question.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, why didn't you get help when, you know, you, you felt like you needed help, you know, you just couldn't do it on your own. Mm -hmm. That's one of my big questions because, um. My family has faced a lot of issues um, with mental health, and some have turned good, some have turned bad. So my my question just would be overall, why didn't you get help or why did you get help? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Why did you seek professional help? Why did you seek, you know, family help? Why Mm -hmm. didn't you? So that's my question.
0: I think I I ask, like my grandma and my elders like that question a lot especially lately like I do ask like hey like if you notice that such and such like we my mother I feel like needs to see somebody I feel like her mother should have seen somebody um and I do ask that and they're just like well we we didn't know that that was okay so like that's just always such a heartbreaking answer for me to hear, um, especially when I personally um, have been seeing someone, even on my on my good days. Like if I just want to talk, chop it up, um, I have the privilege to go and just just do that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's super heartbreaking. And I noticed that like I don't have a lot of men in my family on my mom's side so I had no idea um of like what their mental capacity would be or like to even observe but I do notice that a lot of the women are are suffering um very silently like do you notice that in your family I know you said that you, the male figures or or folks have um you've noticed more of a a lack of mental uh, care do mm-hmm. you notice that like the men need it more or the women need it more or is it kind of like just um, you just pay more attention to the men that have presented as such
1: well from my family standpoint um it like mental health and mental issues i'm not gonna need to say mental health because mental health is you know, whatever. But mental issues, it runs in the family Mm -hmm. on um, the men's side. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not going to say that it, you know, is more dominant on the men's side. The men probably have taken it harder than the women. But I feel like, like you said, the women are suffering silently. Mm -hmm. They feel like, you know, um, they have so much, they have to you know hold up or you know and they they don't want to express their feelings like you know from personal experiences Mm -hmm. i just feel like um the women that i have um came in contact with they have a lot on their plate and they don't they don't want to talk about their feelings they don't want to you know acknowledge that yes they they're not happy and yes they, they, they need help. They need help either professionally or in the family or, you know, some, some type of help. Um, I just feel like the men, they just, they, you know, they, they just, <clears throat> sorry, they probably just, um, it's more, how, how can I put this? They understand their feelings more maybe I want to say that mm-hmm. um, they, you know, they understand, well, dang, I'm I'm going through this, you know, so they use a lot of um, substances, uh, such as alcohol and stuff like that to kind of, you know, s- just reduce the pain and stuff that they're going through. And then it, you know, the women, they think, oh, well, you know, I have to hold up the family, I have to work, I have mm-hmm. to do this, I have to do that. So, they weren't. They're worrying about too much, and other people they don't even have time for themselves. So I think that they are suffering silently, mm-hmm. and you know they're not standing up for themselves, saying, "Well, I need help too." You mm-hmm. know, I'm not. I'm not doing so well. I'm this and that. So I definitely think that. Um...
0: So you think that like the men were better at like self medicating or like having the luxury to like, indulge yes. in these, like, altered states versus women, especially black women, who don't even have the luxury or time to yeah. self-medicate or because they have, you know, families to take care of, jobs to, right. to uphold. But yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, I've even encountered, especially the women in my family, like, they, they can indulge in self-medicating, Um, but also kind of uphold the family. So, like, that's always been an interesting thing for me to watch. But um, there's definitely danger in it. (laughs) There's definitely definitely. a lot of danger in it. Um, (sighs) Definitely. And I just feel
1: like with my family, um, they kind of are, like, I'm not going to say secretive, but they're just like, oh, we don't want anybody to know Mm -hmm. something's wrong. You know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and I, i'm not even gonna say my family i think that's just the previous generations they the generation, want yeah. everything to be hidden they don't mm-hmm. want they don't want they 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 don't want to see a successful black woman say i'm depressed
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know because then so, it takes
0: away from like everything else that she's done that's what i right. feel and that's the only right. thing that people will highlight like oh my gosh She's suffering
1: from depression. And but I think and it that.
0: does the opposite, Well, especially in our day. like Yeah, in our
1: days, mm-hmm. I totally believe that it does the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. But from my experience and from, you know, seeing what I've seen mm-hmm. just within, you know, a family standpoint, it's, you know, they try to say, no, nothing's wrong. You know, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm this. I'm that. I mean, really, that's the total opposite. But the men, you know, they're okay with saying, look. Well, they're not even saying it. Yeah, it just
0: shows. I feel like it just presents itself in men as, like, a cry for help. Yeah. Like, they can't hide it. I feel like women are really great at hiding it. Yeah. But men, you just see it. They they don't have to say shit. You just see it. (laughs) And it's really bad. Definitely. Like, for real. It's, It's really bad. Um, which is like a good thing for them because then being who we are as black women, we're always like, well, what's wrong with you? What can I do for you? You know what I mean? Like, right. So then that takes on a whole other, whatever you want to call it, burden or list of things that we have to do. Um, I don't personally take on those challenges, but.
1: And see, the thing is with me, it's like, you know, yes, they have the, the, I'm not even going to say freedom. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're okay to be like, well, yeah, something is wrong with me by their actions. But for me, I sit here and, oh, you know, like, but for example, one day I'm just totally, I'm so happy. I'm this, I'm that, I'm so nice. The next day, you know, I don't feel like talking to anybody. I don't mm-hmm. want to be as nice. I don't want to be as friendly. Oh, she got attitude. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, this, mm-hmm. this, and this. And that's why I, I say that. But really, in actuality, I'm going through something, you know? Yeah. Or you just and need your like, space.
0: It's called boundaries.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, and but for, for women, it's just mm-hmm. hard because it's like, oh, well, she has an attitude. Yeah, She's for sure. this and that.
0: Ooh, but for I men, so,
1: they, I, I don't think that they get that. They mm-hmm. don't have to go through that.
0: Yeah. Because I don't so. think a lot of men, I don't want to group or um, generalize, but I do think that... A lot of men like being around people a lot. So, like, they would never understand that need for, like, isolation. Um, And it's not personal. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. Like, those isolation, um, like, necessity is is not personal to to anybody but me. Like, I just need space for me. I can totally identify with that. Like, I do that a lot. Um, And I've had to really cater my community, and, you know, like, family members. I even have family members that don't understand that, that I need these moments of, like, isolation to just, like, regroup, recenter because, not because, like, I'm going through something, um, as you said, but it's probably just because I've noticed that, like, I um, I just get overstimulated, like, yeah, just I can see like, interactions. <laughs> like, I get overstimulated, so I just need, like a cat. You know how like cats do that? Like If you pet them too much, they're like, ooh, ooh, stop. Yeah, stop. <laughs> like, stop. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. kind of like how my um, isolation, you know, little, little isolative moments happen. But yeah, I could see that a lot of men don't understand that as like not a personal thing and love to group it as one thing that we... Have an attitude about, or like, you know what I mean? Like that shit is just I, I so feel weird like to Other, me.
1: other, other women. Oh yeah, for sure. Weird. Like it's you know, just because one day I'm this way and the next day I'm this way, you know, I just all of a sudden I have an attitude. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a bad friend, and mm-hmm. you know this and that. I'm just like you know, it. it I think it goes more into you know. Oh, she she has an attitude she's a bad friend and you know I think our generation is starting to learn mm-hmm. and you know they see changes in people and they're like oh well they're fake they're this they're mm-hmm. that but you you don't know why that person isn't doing the same things that they're doing now mm-hmm. you know that they used to do you know what I'm saying yeah so um, I think that's definitely changing because our our uh, our age group is becoming more aware
0: Mm Of
1: mental issues and mental
0: health and stuff like that. So I don't know. I just I think that comes from like just this access that we have to each other. Like like everyday access. And like yeah. So it's easy to notice when someone is acting differently, like they're not posting on social media or we're not texting today. Like, if you think about it, like, older generations, like, they didn't have this, like, ready access to each other all that the freaking true. time. Which is a plus for them, and I feel like I would have thrived a little bit back in that generation, just a little Honestly, bit. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, this, like, access that we have to each other all the freaking time. It's um, too much. It's exhausting. It can be very exhausting, and that's another reason why I go through these, like isolation periods where I need time um because interacting with people not even just um like face to face just like on social media um on my phone like just it's just the craziest thing to me um, that people don't understand that we have access to each other all the time and it's okay to take a minute and not know this person's every move or like you don't really know these people to be honest like Right, I'm just like uh, relax, please, <laughs> please, please, cause oh. we'll Yes, it, it's a lot, but um, yeah. Thank you for coming. So we're gonna end off, because um, this was very rich conversation. Um, and a pretty, it can be a very heavy topic. So I just kind of mm-hmm. like wanna redirect our energy, um exchange a healing practice Um, I'm gonna start by giving you instructions to one of my favorites is yoga just like do a beginner step one pick (laughs) pick a space in your home where you feel like you can move freely Um, step two go on your laptop or any type of electronic device Find a yoga beginner. Let's start off beginner. If you're not used to it, a beginner twenty minute yoga session. Do that, and I promise you will feel great. Really, yes. I'm gonna try it. Yes, please try it.
1: <laughs> I will. Um, well, mine isn't too far off. Mm-hmm. I normally, you know, step one, find a local gym
0: or <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
1: You can, uh, you know, just go right outside, go to a local track or something like that. And I just like to run Mm -hmm. and listen to music. Um, Like running, it kind of stimulates my whole body. It just lets go of a lot of things that I've been thinking of. Um, When I run, I tend to think of, like, my goals and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I use that time to kind of think of positive things and just blow off some steam. So I think you know um, when you're running you can just be you be just, free
0: yeah be yeah. free i feel it i I, so. I love running too um do you create your own like running playlist or you just like listen to one um
1: i just listen to generated. a lot of music yeah. just so, you know a lot of um whatever yeah right like, you know i just say whatever you feel like listening to then run because whatever listening to you i feel like and you enjoy it you'll start running faster and stuff like that <laughs> Heck
0: yeah you get that one real. song that just yes, sends you in the turbo you mode. <laughs> you you're like when gone. did i start running this fast
1: right
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm songs, good. It's, it's yes yes but thank you so much for coming on to the show Oh, look at me calling it a show now. It's not a show. (laughs) Like, wait a minute now. Um, But thank you for for being present, um, answering these really tough questions. Um, I feel like we have to have more conversations like this between ourselves, between all the generations, if you can, if you have the privilege to really sit down and think about and investigate what was done wrong, what was done right, um, with, with, in regards to generational trauma, um, because we have a whole generation, um, next to us, well, climate change might have other brilliance, <laughs> yeah, <clearly. laughs> Goodness but, gracious. but we got, we got little babies, um, that are already out here living and breathing, so. Um, I feel like it is our responsibility to, to make sure that a lot of that stuff doesn't get passed on, and the first totally thing agree. is identifying those traumas. It but, yeah. is.
1: It really is because mm-hmm. that—that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Is identifying what are the traumas? So
0: yeah. I totally agree. For sure. For sure. But thank you again for coming to my janky production. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Peace.